in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. And welcome to the CEO Radio Podcast at your host, John Mayetta. If you are a fan of this podcast, leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Be sure to check us out at CEORadio.com. Cybersecurity in M&A due diligence. So there's an article in the journal today. You know, we've talked about the issue in podcasts past. I think we addressed it in the late summer when the, all the activity was going on around Equifax. So the journals finally caught up to it, and they think maybe cybersecurity is a is an issue that should be drilled down on during M&A due diligence, and they highlight ADP. And so let me tell you how it will work from a practical standpoint. So let's say you're a larger company. Let's say you're, you're mid-sized to larger. You're doing $500 million of revenue, a couple hundred million of revenue, whatever the case may be. But let's say you're looking at a small target, $10, $20 million of revenue. I can promise you they're not going to have the most sophisticated cybersecurity framework deployed in that small target company. You know, they're, they're running so fast just to keep the business afloat. Now, if it's, a, if it's a technology company, if it's a software company, I think you'll see smaller software companies be more, be more diligent and a little bit ahead of the curve in terms of having a cybersecurity solution or solutions in place. Less so with non-tech companies, just because the tech execs are more aware of the, the issue particularly if they play in e-commerce, because then they sort of have to have at least something around the, the, the payment solution, around the, the, the transaction itself. And many of the uh, payment solution, the payment gateway providers that those small companies would incorporate into their e-commerce supply chain, many of those gateway solutions will, will have fraud detection baked in. And many of those providers are, are larger companies themselves. Point being, Small companies just aren't going to have something terribly robust in place. So you're going to find issues in your due diligence where small companies don't have something in place. And if you like the company, you're not going to walk away from the deal. So that, that's what's going to happen. It's, it's not going to be a, a, a deal breaker. You know, when I would execute M&A, we typically would pay high single-digit, low double-digit multiples of EBITDA, so sort of 8 to 12 times. Eight to ten was where we'd like to land. Sometimes it went a little bit higher. But some of these larger companies, IBM, HP, I'm thinking about when I used to cover some of the, the acquisition targets formerly during my banker days, and they get taken out at 30-plus times EBITDA. So th- those are the situations where if you have a strategic acquirer, and they typically pay rich multiples, that's where you could see some of these strategic acquirers ratchet, ratchet things back. I think SAP typically pays a big number. Oracle's pretty disciplined. So in, in my case, if I was doing it and I was paying eight to 10 times and I found an issue and it wasn't, it wasn't something where the, the target company's entire customer roster had been hacked. You know, if it wasn't a complete disaster, if it was just, hey, these guys need to you know, implement a solution and we're going to have to do it for them post-deal, maybe instead of paying eight times, you pay six times, that type of thing, seven times. You knock it back a turn. But if you're paying 35 times EBITDA and you have to put a ground zero effort into a target company in terms of implementing a cyber solution. In other words, by ground zero, I mean you have to do the entire thing yourself. So maybe instead of paying 35 times, you're paying 30, 27, 25. I don't know how you pay 35 times anyway. If the company has earnings, if they've, if they've got a 10, 15% margin, I don't know how you're paying 35 times on that. Um, I think the only case in which cybersecurity, a lack of a cybersecurity solution is, is a deal breaker is, is like an Equifax deal. Now, I think there's some strategic strategic acquirers that would still move forward and execute a transaction on a larger target like an Equifax, even though it lacks a cyber solution. Even if this is, this is 
assuming a breach has not been disclosed. I think certain guys would pull the trigger. I wouldn't, because the last thing you want to have is you're in you're in process on a deal. You're about to sign the papers, or you sign the papers, you sign the purchase agreement, and there's a breach the next week before you've had a chance to put a solution in place. You've got to put some sort of contingency in place where the deal doesn't close until a cyber solution has been implemented. Not 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 an agreement has been signed with a cyber solution, cybersecurity vendor, but the thing's been implemented. You've got to put something in like that, or uh, you, you, you ratchet down the offer price if in your diligence you find that a cyber solution has not been implemented. Because it's a real risk. I think boards are finally starting to catch on to it. Papers like the Journal are starting to catch on to it. You know, they're starting to figure out, hey, it shouldn't just be a, you know, a, a reactive thing, but it should be proactive. Corporate America is starting to wise up, it sounds like, around, around cyber. And I was reading another thing perhaps two weeks ago, also in the Wall Street Journal, where it said boards are now starting to scrutinize CEO candidates around any sexual misconduct transgressions in their past. This, this is why I more than poke fun, but give boards a hard time, right? If you're not looking at cyber, when, when what was it, Hart Hanks? Or Heartland Payment Systems back in was it 06 or 09 when there's the, the the company's stock got more than cut in half. I want to say it went down by 80 percent within a month or so after a cyber breach had been disclosed. You would and I forget what that cap was. I want to say maybe it was a couple billion, three billion prior to getting hammered as a result of the cyber breach. But you would have thought that that would have been the event in corporate America that would have made all boards go into a, a, a panic about implementing cybersecurity. You would have thought this would have been addressed 10 years ago. But no, it hasn't been. And now you find out that, that many boards aren't doing diligence on CEO candidates around there personal life and things like this. It's not enough to run a simple background check. That's what you get paid for. You're doing diligence on your CEO candidate. You don't just pay a background check vendor 30 bucks and say, oh, done. Laughable. See you all next time.